GTR News. The news others choose. We bring you local news, business news, international sports and entertainment news. Right here on GTR. GTR. Hello, good evening and welcome to the evening news on Ghana Talks Radio. Coming up, Hasak members to wear red armbands to demand regularization of KBTH Director of Finance. You dare not close down schools, Mahama tells Education Minister. No one can unseat me as Tamale South MP, Haruna Idrisu. This business, spots and showbiz is coming in this evening's bulletin. The news will be read by Awin Temi Akansu. Now, let's settle for the details. The National Executive Committee NEC of the Health Accounting Staff Association of Ghana, HASAG, is calling on its members across the country to put on red armbands in solidarity with its counterpart at the Kolebu Teaching Hospital, KBTH. This is in connection with the Health Accounting Staff as the hospital who are pushing for their acting director of finance, Lucas Amewuda, to be confirmed as the substantive director. The hospital's board is alleged to have been making move to appoint an outsider to occupy the position. The National Public Relations Office of the Health Accounting Staff Association of Ghana, Frederick Autry, expressed his disagreement with the move. He insists that Mr. Amelda had acted in the capacity for 19 months and is best fit for the job of the substantive director of finance. He again indicated that although his acting in that capacity, his efficiency and knowledge of the Financial Act and other related acts, audit infractions and queries have reduced drastically. Lucas Amelda, who was then the first deputy director of finance, was appointed to take charge after the retirement of Maxwell Doe in June 2021 by administrative arrangement. Subsequently, an interview was conducted in January 2023 for shortlisted applicants for the directorship position where Mr. Amelda was shortlisted, but until now, a substantive director of finance has not been appointed. Now, former President John Romani Mahama has asked the Minister for Education, Dr. Yao Osei Edichum, not to shut down any school in the country. According to him, the ultimate responsibility of the minister is to help students to achieve better results and not shut their schools down. Mr. Mahama thus asked the minister to resign if he does not have any solution to the country's educational problems. Addressing branch executives of N. DC earlier on Sunday at Edujama in the Ahafwano Southeast constituency, the former president said the minister does not have any power to close down schools. It will be recalled that the education minister, Dr. Yao Osei Edichum, challenged the conference of heads of assisted secondary school stars and principals of technical and vocational education and training TVET institutions to improve their educational outcomes or stand the risk of having their institutions closed down. Dr. Edichum explained that a school with a consistent 0 to 10 percentage pass rate should put together intervention programs to ensure that majority of their students will find opportunities for better studies rather than becoming a liability to their parents and society due to their inability to pass their exams. 
The minister said that closing down such schools would help save the nation from the huge financial losses being incurred by the government on such schools. Nabosun lawmaker said in such a situation, the affected students will be redistributed to other nearby schools so they could continue with their education. Now, the former minority leader and member of parliament for the Tamale South constituency, Haruna Idrisu, has indicated that no candidate can unseat him. Describing himself as the MP with the most followers in the northern region and beyond, Mr. Idrisu said to be elected MP five consecutive times means the people are happy with the work he is doing and will continue to vote for him. The incumbent MP said he has no doubt that he would win the elections again for the sixth consecutive time. Mr. Idrisu made these assertions when he presented his nomination forms to renew his mandate as the NDC candidate for the Tamale South constituency at the party's constituency office over the weekend. The former minority leader pledged his commitment to amass about 90,000 votes for any of the aspirants who would emerge to lead the NDC in the 2024 elections. He said he will work hard with the incoming flag bearer of the NDC to take the mantle from the current government. The Tamale South constituency chairman Suleimana Abdul Raouf Zanyaya said Mr. Haruna Idrisu is the first to submit his nomination forms. Mr. Zanyaya said his office received a letter from someone showing interest in contesting, but they are yet to hear from him. The director of elections, Yaya Muntawakil, indicated that everything is set for the primaries on May 13, 2023. Some of the branch executives spoke to the media. The National Democratic Congress will hold its presidential and parliamentary primaries on Saturday, May 13, 2023, to elect a flag bearer and parliamentary candidates for the 2024 elections by the timetable outlined by the party interested individuals are expected to download nomination forms from the party's website or pick up hard copies at its headquarters now the director general of police in charge of administration cop christian tete yohonu has disclosed that the inspector general of police has set up two independent committees to look into the death of a 27-year-old Abubakar Shahid who was allegedly killed by the police anti-robbery unit in Wa. Speaking at Wa as a leader of the police delegation sent by the IGP to commiserate the family of Shahid, CEOP Christian Tete Yohonu assured the family that the police administration is leaving no stone unturned in their bid to get to the truth of the matter. Abubakar Shahid was allegedly shot dead by the police Wednesday March 8 on suspicion of being an armed robber. The incident sparked a protest in Wa by members of his family, friends and residents of Dondoli where he hailed from. The family has strenuously denied the police assertion and are calling for justice for him. Now moving to business, Finance Minister Ken Oforiata has left Ghana to China to have negotiations on debt restructuring with officials
officials of that country. Sources say the finance minister left over the weekend via Addis Ababa where he is attending the UNICA high-level ministers meeting on the global financial architecture. After that meeting, Mr. Oforiata is expected to head to China possibly on March 22nd, 2023. The minister who is leading the government delegation is expected to continue bilateral talks with China as well as seek financial assurances for Ghana's program with the International Monetary Fund. The trip was postponed to the end of March because it coincided with the National People's Congress of China's meeting in early March 2023. The Minister of Finance has already held meetings with officials of Exim Bank China in Ghana, all in line of reprofiling the country's debt to China. Finance Minister Ken Oforiata, in an earlier meeting with the German Finance Minister, said China has committed to bilateral negotiations. In view of that, he is hopeful a deal can be reached to enable Ghana to present its case before the IMF board. Government sources maintain that a finance minister's visit to China marks a step closer to IMF program approval by the IMF board. The finance minister had earlier in an interview told the media that the government is working to reprofile the country's debt with its external creditors, including China, and subsequently find ways to secure their commitment to cancel Ghana's debt. Securing a deal from these creditors will go a long way to get IMF board approval for Ghana's economic program. Joy Business understands that there has been some significant progress on negotiations with the Paris Club with requisite documentation submitted and expectation of the formation of a creditor committee expeditiously. Now moving to sports, in line with its commitment to talent development and football excellence, La Liga is set to roll out La Liga grassroots in Ghana a program offering talent from across the country the next step in their football development pathways this was revealed during a lively engagement held in la liga ghana and nigeria representatives with the ghanaian media in accra the project is la liga's global initiative to support promote and strengthen grassroots football worldwide over the last five years la liga grassroots has facilitated 640 projects globally through 900 la liga coaches in 48 countries as a result more than two 200,000 male and female players and more than 25,000 coaches have been trained using the La Liga methodology. This includes the elements that make Spanish youth academies a global reference. With Ghana set to be one of the latest beneficiaries, the La Liga delegation held positive talks with key stakeholders in the country, the Ghana Football Association and the Ministry of Youth and Sports. Taking the media through the La Liga grassroots concepts, Communications and Project Coordinator Ayodeji Adegbenro stated, We thought of this stuff in Nigeria and some other parts of Africa, but we are keen to actually start with Ghana because Ghana is a 
very important country to La Liga and the La Liga project. La Liga Global Network delegates for Ghana and Nigeria, Desmond Chigi, also said the grassroots project is a big project for us. We believe so much in it as the next stage of our development. We would want to go into the cities and try and unearth the younger talent to give them this opportunity. As part of La Liga's framework designed to facilitate knowledge sharing, they have collaborated with clubs and academies in the host countries, providing a means of sharing training methodologies and practice with grassroots leaders. Now moving to some showbiz this evening, gospel musician Pacey Esther says winning the topmost artist of the year award at this year's Ghana Music Award is a done deal for her since she has worked harder than her contenders in the year under review. Speaking with graphic showbiz at the nominee announcement party held at the Grand Arena of the Accra International Conference Center, the YMEA at said her work in the last few months are a testament that she deserves the VGMA Artist of the Year crown. Ghanaians know the work I put in last year. I was one of the busiest gospel artists who played all the major gospel songs in Ghana, including private gigs and in the churches. I had two successful shows in Accra and Kumasi, and from the records, Wayemiye stands very tall, among other songs by other artists. Wayemiye is a nationwide hate and very popular in every corner of the year Pacey Esther confidently told graphic showbiz Pacey Esther comes up against the likes of Sarkodie Black Sharif, Camido Stoneboy, King Promise, Joe Metal and Kitty who is a reigning artist of the year 27 awards are expected to be presented at this year's VGMA which will take place at the Grand Arena of the Accra International Conference center on saturday may 13 the likes of kofi kinata wendy shea jackie lasmid kevin boy camido perez music celestine donko ivan scott were nominated in various categories categories for the vgma 2024 includes artists of the year most popular song of the year gospel song of the year gospel artists of the year album of the year afrobeat song of the year high love song of the year hip life song of the year rapper of the year and songwriter of the year and that's how we draw curtains on the evening's bulletin here on ghana talks radio do well to log on to www.ghanatalksradio.com for more of these stories and follow us at ghana talks radio on all social media platforms the news was read by awin temi akansukum and i say thanks so much for making time have a good evening mm-hmm.